0: Hey Slay. Hey everyone. It's me Jay and I'm with my girl Nina and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. Nina, what's
1: going on in your world right now? So guess what? It's Sunday and you know what I love to do on Sundays. You tell us about it. Go to the farmer's market. I'm telling you, yes. like I live to go to the farmer's market every Sunday and I never used to really be a farmer's market person until I got here to Los Angeles because down the street from our house, um, we're in Brentwood, It there's this beautiful farmer's market where everything just, you know, it's fresh and they have all the fruits and vegetables and they have like pickles and all kind of like just stuff that people are like I love their pickles so I know they have hummus and all the things that we really love and we just love to go and walk around and now we have our vendors that we've become friendly with and just to support the community uh, and all of the people that are working so hard especially during this time like we continue to go just because a lot of people stopped and it's been really hard for you know the farmers and everybody to kind of keep their businesses going so I live for the farmer's market and to get fresh flowers so I can cut them and put them in my house. That's my jam. That's my Sunday.
0: Yes. I love it. And my Sunday, um, my home is a little packed up
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: um, we're getting all of that situated for our movers coming up this week because Vincent and I have found our dream place in LA in the Hollywood Hills. Hi, Hollywood Hills. I'm your neighbor. Um, but I'm super pumped. And then our son is moving with us and he got into Hollywood. High. I'm like, dude, I wish I had a high school in Los Angeles. Like I would be even further in my career now. Like I, and he's so excited. So we're just so pumped about getting into our new gig and like our new space and like And and I love it. So we're super focused on that.
1: I'm excited for
0: you. I can't
1: see it. I'm gonna stretch out on that outdoor space, stretch out.
0: It's on. Mm -hmm. And then literally the view, Mm. LA vibes. And I'm just like, you know what? Vince and I have worked really hard in our life and we deserve it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm really and I'm really shook. Let me say this before I tell you the surprise. (laughs) But um, Vince, what I love is like, we all, if you know, baby daddy, and if you don't, he is very, um, financially savvy, which mm-hmm. allows us to like have a good life. So whenever we were looking at this space, we spent, I think an hour there like mm-hmm. longer than we did any other space, but the yeah. price point was like, um, like, right. He was like, what? And then he went back and he came to me and he's like, you know what? You work really hard, Jay. So do I. And like, we love this space. It it's still on my mind. Let's get it. And I was like, wow, growing up over here. Gonna <laughs> let go of some coin. Love you. <laughs> I know I get yeah, it so because so, my husband right. And he loves tree houses, like trees, and it feels like we are living in a tree house. So I know that he's happy and it makes me happy.
1: That's and, awesome. Yeah, I love that.
0: Yay. So I have exciting news for I know. you and everyone listening. Are I'm you ready? ready?
1: We're waiting.
0: Okay. So we have a special guest, and I'm going to remain calm <laughs> um, because our special guest is one of my bestest friends. She's my Robin to my Batman. Oh, she has. I'm already getting choked up. My goodness. She has never left my side the moment that she came into my life. Mm. She has accepted me and my family and all of my discoveries that have happened in life just right with me. She never left. And I mean, I went through some of the darkest times when we were together and not North Dakota <laughs> brought us together. <laughs> but I want to bring on... Someone oh. who rocks my soul has always held me accountable. Has always had my back, no matter what. My best friend Natasha Fires. Welcome to the No Settles Left Behind podcast.
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I couldn't help she it. Trying to make me cry already. I didn't put on this makeup for nothing. Right? Not Just bad.
0: bat him up, bat the lashes, bat I look the up. lashes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so happy, and I'm so happy that you get to meet Nina, my podcast yeah. wifey.
2: <laughs> Hi, we're so I'm happy
0: so you're here. So
2: excited! You're- I'm excited and nervous. This is new. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when we were talking, I was like, Tasha, I really think that you need to come on the." No Sellers Left Behind podcasts. And maybe it is out of like your comfort zone. Of course. But, right. But I just love that you are on yeah. because your experience in this industry is phenomenal. And I talk about this in my classes and we've had conversations. You really helped me develop, you know, what I stand for as well in this industry from our relationship that we had in North Dakota. Because we both got thrown in and I brought you along with me with our journey there. And it was such an interesting place. I think it allowed us to grow to new levels, but it was interesting. And you helped develop what I stand for as a leader in this industry. So I'm so happy that we're going to be sharing everything with you. And I do want to jump right in. Are you ready? Okay. So how about this? How did you get started in the industry? Tell us about your journey.
2: Well, I got licensed um, 1998. I call. I tell people I became legal because, of course, you're doing it at the house, friends, cousins. <laughs> people want you to come to the house, but legally in 1998 in Killeen, um, Texas, um, my husband joined the military, and we were our first place was Fort Hood in Killeen, Texas. So I went through Central Texas College. They have an off-site campus, um, the College of Cosmetology is their offsite site campus for cosmetology, um, and there's a private rant school, um, a family rant school, They were, the Pomeroy's was their last name, but great school, so that's how I got my foot in the door, um, becoming licensed 22 years ago. Wow. I love it, yeah. 22 I years.
1: Love, yes, I love when people say that they were licensed in the 90s because- <laughs> <laughs> then i don't feel so old because she was in 1998 i was in 1997 i think yeah, and oh, so, okay. yeah let's go with that because <laughs> I, I know don't you feel old though when you say i was licensed in 1990 it makes me feel like i'm a fossil yes
2: that's what the new with the new kids coming out they like oh yes grandma I know. <laughs>
1: I know. So when you when you were in the beauty industry, obviously you were in Texas and I take yes. it you traveled because you've lived in a couple yeah. different places. Did yeah. you work in salons right away? Did you assist? Kind of what was your journey in that um, way?
2: My first journey, uh, my very first salon was a private salon and it was booth rent. And I did that. I didn't do it long because I ended up like, a, I thought, you know, went to the board and everything. I think I worked there maybe a year or so, but we ended up having to go back to our hometown in Virginia because I was pregnant. My husband was going to Korea. Um, so that was my first kind of feel fresh out the door. But after that, I just started um, working with um, chain salons, Um, like the JC Penney's, the smart style mm-hmm. type yep. thing, which, which was great. I think for somebody just starting out because right. yes you know, I, I I go back to foundation a lot. You're gonna hear that a lot. But it helps when you're new in the industry, learning how to now you have a set schedule. You have to show up at this time. You know, they teach you how to wash the towels, mm-hmm. how to you you know, not abuse the products, you know, how to be professional, greet your clients. You know, it it helps with that foundation just starting out because if you just run right out of hair school into a salon and you've got it going think you got it going on and know everything, you don't know that the importance <laughs> yeah. of professionalism yeah so I think chain salons help with professionalism because I am a big advocate of professionalism
0: yes I know that for a <laughs> fact and listen it is no joke and yeah. I that's what I was saying in yeah. the beginning of like you know I learned so much that you know from you and through your experience and mm-hmm. it was always the foundation and I remember Vince oh my gosh so we're talking last night and I was like Natasha's coming on and um, he was like, You better have your chair raised up. <laughs> Are you bending over? Because ah. Natasha already told you, don't be bending your back when you're doing hair. Yes. And I was like, Bent, I am. <laughs>
2: like, guys, it's locked yeah. in my
0: brain. You know She's what I mean? Kind of the ergonomics of our body.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Wow. I even walked into his new his salon in Ohio and I saw one of the stylists bending. I said, Joshua, why is she standing like that? <laughs> hair to stand up. <laughs> it's so true i mean it's
1: so hard on your body it's yeah, hard yeah. On your body yeah. every day day in and day out i think people don't understand the neck the yeah. shoulders the back the feet the yes. legs like everything your wrists elbows everything is being yes. used in that continuous motion that you know mm-hmm. you've got to pay attention to these things and i mm-hmm. i love that we could talk about this so i know that uh i also worked in a chain salon too i i I worked with them for a few years and that was actually a chain salon which is what I took over and I was a district manager for them for years and years and then they became my partners and still my mentors to this day. But I think that it is a really great place for people to start and to learn and to get their feet wet and to really kind of dive in um, and kind of really, you know, because you're you're doing a lot of clients typically throughout the day so Mm -hmm. you get a lot of experience coming in and out. But I want to know this. Because, you know, we've been in the industry for a while, I'm curious to hear your take on how you feel the beauty industry has changed over the years. Because we're talking, you've been in 22 years, so Mm -hmm. that's a long time for um, someone to be in the industry, right? So I think Mm -hmm. you've seen a lot of change and you've seen a lot of Mm -hmm. things uh, that have kind of maybe taken a turn or did a big pivot, you know, in our industry. So what do you think some of the biggest
2: changes are that you've seen in our industry? Um biggest change right off top I think about because it's so easy now for the new stylists just to get into it I think they stay away from the basics mm. um so you don't see a lot of the basics that they learned in hair schools like as soon as they graduate and get into salon is gone <laughs> um mm-hmm. of course all the the good things is the the internet and this free marketing right and this new yes. stuff people are making wigs and with a sewing machine yep. versus you know back in the day I mean we just was throwing some hair pieces together and trying to figure out, you know, connecting. I don't know. <laughs> it was just different. And these these new styles, I mean, they just hitting the ground running. All these entrepreneurs, you know, they're not holding themselves back and being scared. They just, I mean, just hitting the ground running. I think that is that's awesome. Cause back mm-hmm. in the day I was scared to do all of that stuff. So I mean, that that's the biggest change, you know, I've seen
1: Yeah, and and the internet too. involved
2: so much. Like it's just so much. Yeah, I
1: absolutely
0: love that because I know, you know, whenever I got into the the gigies in this industry, like 2008, 2009, I was already, you know, on Facebook and then a little oh, bit yeah. later, like Instagram. So in the beginning of my career, you know, Instagram started like kicking off in like just a couple years. And mm-hmm. and I did experience like before social media was like high, like I understood like we I had to connect with the industry and like go out and meet yeah. people and we're licensed to touch. And even though social media is phenomenal, the basis and I want to ask this question really quick um is like, do you feel like we should have education on connecting one-on-one because with your generation of hairstylists in mind, just a little bit, we had to touch face to face, have a conversation, go out to bars or a restaurant, and we're talking to our server. And I feel like a lot of people now feel like social media is the only way. yeah. really, I find in LA, as I'm rebuilding, The people that I meet on the street, the people that I meet in the grocery store, they always come before the people I message on Instagram. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that will never die.
2: Yeah, very important. Yeah, because we're not. Yeah, you don't want your clients to feel like just another number. Every client should feel like they're your only client, even though they're not but they should, you know, have that connection with you. Yes. When they walk through the door, you already know, hey, how you doing? How was your week? Or or (laughs) what happened? What what we were talking about two weeks ago or last week, like you want to feel connected with your clients. That's really important. Make your clients always feel like they're your only client. You only have one client. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. And you know why? I'm glad you brought that up because yesterday was my first day back behind the chair. Ooh. And I had one person because I was so nervous, like one mm-hmm. with the mask and like all that and just making yeah. sure. But one thing that I realized was I always there was one time in my my career when I was indie and I had two assistants. I would rock them out. Like it, you know what? I, I had like three guests at a time. And in LA I went back to one guest and I think it is so important. And I think safer at home in this COVID, like what I'm finding and getting DMs from is that stylists who were forced in to not really understand guest experience, the quantity is what they were like brought into in the salon culture, that they're mm-hmm. realizing what I love is that they are now going to experience one guest at a time, make them feel exceptional. Mm-hmm. Wanted, heard, seen, like and deliver their hair dreams. And I think, you know, there is a blessing to what has happened because now they are focused on that one guest. And yeah. when that when you do that, the raving fans that you can accumulate yeah. is like unstoppable because you truly care and you're
2: focused. Mm, you're getting away from that assembly line. Yeah of shampoo dryer shampoo dryer <laughs> cool. yeah. Highlight. sit over here okay next come on da, 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 da. you know yes yeah i
1: Looks wanted like to too. know too i wanted to know if you had a, a tip for or a tip or two for the hairstylists that were coming out of school now because a lot of what i hear is and i'm still getting dms you know how can i build my business quickly like quickly and i'm like look first we need to take out the word quickly what are some tips that you could give to hairstylists that will help them encourage them guide them maybe give a little insight on as to what to maybe expect or what they can do whether it be marketing or advertising or getting out in front Mm -hmm. of people like what would be your maybe your go-to tips that you could give them
2: um I'm going to take it back when I first did booth rent. And it took me a long time to do that because of fear. Like when I, like I, like I said, when I graduated hair school, I went to this one salon, but it was short lived. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a booth rent type thing or a thing was commission, whatever, but it was a a private salon. But once I got out of that, I didn't go back to it for a long time just out of fear. And I was in another duty station in South Carolina. And I finally, you know, um, went booth rent, but I still, when I moved there, I was in a chain salon. But when I went to move rent, I had no clientele because the chain salons, they already have clientele. You Mm -hmm. just have to show up to work. They have their own established clientele. Um, So when I came out, I just, the people I was renting from um, said to me one time, we just love you because you're so structured. You come to work as if you're working for somebody. Right. No clientele at all, but I still had a schedule to say nine to five. It probably was different, but I was there every day consistently. As if I was clocking in or working for somebody. Yes. Um, because how can you get the walk ins if you're not there? Yeah, yes. You know, and I probably get one walk in, but guess what? When you get that one walk in, they're your only client, literally. You're <laughs> starting <Just right now. laughs> But you give them the best experience because every one person has somebody that's waiting for them to come back home to say, How was it?
1: Yes. You know,
2: yes. So just being really structured and disciplined professional be there even when nobody's coming especially when you're starting out take your time to find the salon that you want to be in because don't start off salon hopping mm-hmm. and you're inconsistent people don't like inconsistency you know be consistent yeah. take your time, research the area go by and talk with the people that work there see what the atmosphere is like you know Make that choice. Take your time to make that choice. Get into that salon and set your foundation. Just build on that. You Mm -hmm. know, don't get discouraged. You know, I would take, um, I went to this company. I don't want to keep saying names because I don't know how that works. You know, I keep saying company names. So, <laughs> I can't pay nobody. I'm not paying anybody nothing. But, <laughs> you know, I would get some cards made. And then, um, because where I was, the location is key. So where I was located was directly across from a base, the airfield, like the gate's right there. So there was a paper that comes on base, you know, to everybody on base. So I just took my business card and paid to have that as my advertisement. Yes. So I did that, I... I uh, created flyers and made it a family affair. Every time we would go somewhere, um, me and the kids, my husband, we were putting stuff on people's windshields. I don't care if they threw it out, guess they read it first to see what it was. Yep. So yes. Even the skating ring, the grocery store is like, hold on, come on, let's put these, you know, flyers on these windshields, you know, you you have to do that. Um, and I just it's not gonna happen right away. But if you're consistent,
1: mm-hmm. yes,
2: special quality work. Mm-hmm your hair is quality, within six months to a year, you're gonna have a clientele, but you have to sit still. But you just can't be giving out stuff that they can go to the grocery store to get themselves or do at home themselves. You know, you wanna create something that they can't duplicate.
1: I love that. And you want know. consistency? Like, so yeah. key when she yeah. said that's like ding ding. Like, I think we have to understand wherever we show up, whether it's networking, social media, Instagram, Facebook, if you're going to events, you know, whatever that looks like, referral cards and programs, which are key, whatever it is, and however you're showing up, show up consistently. So consistently. That is so important. I'm so glad that you said that. Let's yeah. kind of pivot a little bit and talk about. um, some maybe, and I, we like to pivot here on the podcast, but let's kind of talk <laughs> about some, something or a time in your life that was challenging or difficult. It could be business, it could be professional, and a time that you felt that you were really being tested and, and you may have been struggling, and how you got mm-hmm. through it, how mm-hmm. you made it out to the other side.
2: Um, being a military spouse mm-hmm. and a hairstylist, and having children, yeah, is my most has was my most challenge because I had to make choices. Right, am I yeah. going to put myself first before the family, or am I going to come second? Mm. Everybody has their own path, and they you know do what's best for them. But I chose to put myself in the background, even mm. though I always did hair. But as far as how far I took it, I held myself back because my first thought was, how would this affect? me being present for the children how would this affect me being supportive to my husband that has to be do like he has to do what he has to do there's like when he has to go away or you know study or do whatever i have to be available to yeah. where he's gone you know so that has been challenging but i i decided to to choose my family first mm-hmm. which was difficult um and then as everybody got older now, you know, my my youngest is in her third year of college. My son is in the Air Force, married, you know, his name. My husband has just retired. So I had to, I sat back and was like, damn, where do I want to be when I grow up? Now it's like, now <laughs> right time to do me. I don't know where to start, you know? So that has been difficult because I feel like at, you know, my age, I'm starting basically from scratch again. So that has been difficult, but. And my husband has been very supportive, even the kids. So when I make these choices and I make flip flop, he's like, go for it, do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know, so that's how I've come through it, just with the support, my support system. Strong family foundation is how I get through it. But that has been challenging, just having to uproot every, because we were that family that uprooted every two, three years. We were out. Wow. Like in 22 years, we've moved. This is our ninth move. Yeah going around the world, different places. So just think about, you know, having to, you get started in a salon or one foot and then in three years, damn, it's time to go again. You are just getting a good clientele, like it's steady, consistent, you're happy and just gone. So it's like, and every time you move, you're starting from scratch because nobody knows you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that has been very challenging.
0: I, I will say, because, you know, Natasha and I met at my not. Air Force Base. North Dakota. North Dakota. (laughs) Freezing is the reason, I guess. Right. (laughs) Um, But I'm very thankful that I was in North Dakota because we got to become besties and just like grow together and thrive together. But I do want to talk, you know, I don't really talk about, I have a little bit, but, you know, I was thrown into the military lifestyle with bins underneath. Don't ask, don't tell. And my story with him was a little bit different because I remember when I met him, we were in Tampa, Florida, where I was born and raised. And I was just out twirling around the streets. <laughs> like I didn't understand, you know what I mean? And then when I met him, he was a master sergeant of the Air Force. So top three, if you don't really have any dialogue on that, mm-hmm. but Then we moved to Minot, North Dakota and I was like the nanny and like, and I was like started in the salon, but I went to the base salon and I was just like getting into like this, you know, military lifestyle. And I was like, oh, I was building a clientele. Then I moved and then Vince was like, we'll be here for two years. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, do I work? Like I had to then go, you know, our kids were in elementary school. So I was like, do I stay home? Because I can't be out and proud. You know what I mean? But then 2011 happened and I was in be- behind the chair and, you know, like moving and shaking and all of that. <laughs> so yay. Um, and Vince could finally live his free life. i was so happy. Um, but one thing I will say is like getting into that rhythm. Like I only moved three times. So it's like, nine times like think about that everyone like yeah, that's a lot and and how selfless that you are natasha that you have two beautiful beautiful children you were the backbone of your family and i feel like there needs to be a lot more love on military spouses and what mm-hmm. the sacrifices that come with that job it you know like I had to make sacrifices in my career, you know, to allow Vince to move up and shake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it in the conversations that you have, how scary it is when all of a sudden they're caught and they got to leave mm-hmm. and then you start your own rhythm and then they come back and then you're like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm not a single parent, right? Like, it's like how strong you are. And I want to thank you so much for inspiring me navigating me to be a better military spouse as well because i was thrown into it you know like i was like "Whoa, what's going on but i do want to say like you are selfless and it inspires me and now i am excited for your future and we already have some things i'm growing up works growing (laughs) up um i i love that but it's
2: all about me yes
0: whatever you want to do weird Right. But it's like finding that new rhythm and it's never too late. Can you talk on that? It's never Never too
2: too late. late. It's
0: scary, but it's never too late. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) So I do want to pivot a little bit. I want to ask, Oh, I'm fired up for this. I want to ask because you have, like I said, helped me you know, navigate through some really difficult times in this industry, setting standards, working yes. nine to five, not to whenever my guests wanted me to. So we'll, we'll get <laughs> yeah. into it. Um, <laughs> what does it mean to have a strong foundation in the hair industry? Where should it
2: start and how do you keep it? Having a strong foundation. To me, it just means just a strong foundation is having a – Strong appreciation and respect, respect for the, for the basics, basics of cosmetology. The stuff we were, the first, like my school was, I went full time, so it was nine months. So the first three months was strictly about the basics. They had to change our whole vocabulary. We were saying, you know, wash hair versus shampoo hair, paint yeah. hair versus, you know, color, you know, just all that stuff. So um, having a strong respect for that foundation, the basics. Um, professionalism, the way you dress. Like, I don't feel like combing my hair every day, but I'm not going to work with my hair busted, so I will throw in a wig or something. Like, <laughs> right. You know, if I put it in a ponytail, guess what? I'm gonna have a, a attached ponytail that's like Rapunzel. Like, just you know, looking <laughs> presentable. Your foundation, your you know, when you speak to your clients and educate your clients in the chair, know what you're talking about. You know, explain to them why you're doing this shampoo. Explain to them you know, while you're holding a hair a certain way when you're trimming. Um, Stand up, you know, wear the right shoes. They could be some cute, comfortable shoes, you know. Just the the foundation. Your client shouldn't have to look for you. Mm. If you schedule your client at 8, you need to be there at 7.30. If that's your first client, go to that salon, open up, set it up, prepare, do whatever, you know, eat on some breakfast until they walk in. When they walk through that door, their stylist should be there. I know so many. I've worked with people where I'm there with my clients, but you know, their customers come in and they're like, where that? I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. You know, stuff like that is just so annoying. Like, it's just awful. You know, just be professional, the basics, the stuff they teach you in that first chapter, take it with, you. Yes, have a strong respect and, you know, understanding of the basics. Your foundation is you build on that. You know, you may straight, you know, go this way or that way, but your foundation is solid. And that's, you know, that's how you're going to grow in the industry, having a a good foundation of the basics.
1: Can we talk about customer service a little bit? Oh, yes. Yeah, this is the thing. And I think it's important for everyone to understand that this business is not about hair. It's about relationships. The hair is secondary. Yes. So can you maybe just give... Um, some tips or even if there's some like dialogue or conversation and we talk about customer service because I know that you mentioned be there on time, you know, it was really important for my stylist to be there 15 minutes before their shift so they could get up and it would yes. drive me crazy if and then I, I really had an awesome team, so I didn't have to worry oh. about this, but if you ever would have a client come in and they're waiting for the stylist to show mm-hmm. up, I'm with you on that one. It is very frustrating. <laughs> so maybe some tips on customer service, the importance of the guest relationship in this business. Let's oh, talk about yes.
2: that a little bit. Service. How, even when they're coming in late, don't you know, acknowledge the fact, I'm sorry I'm late you know don't make the client feel like it's their fault you're not yes. you know i've seen people that just come in and and you know they're already late and don't you know because some stuff comes up you know it may be an emergency but explain that to your mm-hmm. client as you're walking them to your chair and apologize right. stuff like that and then with this internet stuff to this customer service so like people have business page and then a personal page but what i've been seeing lately which grinds my gears like people are mixing their personal stuff in their business page. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I got to hear about on your business page about you going out last night with such right. and such? Or such you yes, yes, this horrible. Nobody, uh, your customers shouldn't even see stuff like that. That's horrible customer service. <laughs> you know, you mix it but just how you speak over the phone. Um, I don't. Customer service, just I don't know. Is I don't even know what to say <laughs> more about it. But it's it's I it's bad it's bad with the with the new, with
0: the new. Yeah, and and I think too, like there should be a focus, you know, in school about how to move and shake, like in the customer service side, because I know, like, you should be answering the phone with a smile. You know what I mean? Because it's a warmer, brighter voice. It's like, and then they're like, because could you imagine, like, you answer, like, you call a business and they're like, hello and you're like um hi are you having a good day like just like you said your guests if you're late for them like they shouldn't have the impact of you being late because you're insecure about it and you know you messed up just own it and be like listen life happens but i'm here now let's get this started you know and what i love is this and and i've witnessed this your consultation i was you took Natasha, word out
2: of my mouth. i was, gonna say, are was so, so
0: phenomenal can you tell us like maybe walk us through a little bit of like your favorite questions to ask or like what's so important because i've witnessed your consultations and they are so on point
2: i just i'm a communicator with my clients i want to have a clear understanding because most times i know they don't you know they have something in their head but they don't know how to communicate it so i try to focus on breaking down exactly what you're talking about because you know, I'm saying it one way because I have a different understanding and you're saying it a different way, you know, so I want to figure out, you know, what is it that you're looking for exactly? And, you know, I want to talk to them. They may have expectations that's not realistic. You need to be, you need to let them know that this is not realistic, but I have other options for you. And if you trust me and trust my knowledge, I can get you there, Mm -hmm. but we're not going to do it today. Yeah. It's Okay. Yes. Say that you want them to. When you're done, even though you may be breaking their heart because they can't get this, but when you're done talking to them, you want them to walk away feeling great and feeling like yes. I can't wait for you know she's going to do this. Like I'm going to work. You know she's going to work up to getting this, but at least I can get this and I feel confident about it. Like you just you just want to. You have to listen to your client. Have a conversation. Yes. Don't overtalk them. You know, if you got to change, you know, their path of what they're wanting, explain why, you know, giving that education on why you can't do this, why you can't have this and why this will be, you know, return a better outcome, you know, for your style, you know. Mm -hmm. So you just have to listen, listen to your clients, listen, you know, don't be like you all big and, you know, you know so (laughs) much that you're just going to tell them what you want to do, you know, just listen to your clients. The consultation is important, you know.
1: Period. Yeah. And
0: I think like looking them in the eyes and just like yeah. hearing them, because a lot of times if you really listen and you ask this question, I'll, I'll be like, how did my consultation go with you? Do you feel comfortable? And they'll be like, um, yeah, I've never been asked those specific questions right. and I'm, I'm clear and clear as kind. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, we are servants. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we are here to serve our amazing phenomenal people that choose to walk through the mm-hmm. door it's it's not i feel like a lot of people do have a necessity to them, but it's not mandatory like the people that are walking in it's your chance, and you never know what someone's going through exactly at all and it's just like leading with love more like it just mm-hmm. like fires
2: me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fires. fires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so,
1: on that note, <laughs> let's a little bit, and let's talk about because I know that you said, "Well, you know, what am I going to be when I grow up?" I wanna, right. I want to talk about your brand, and mm-hmm. I wanted to your the name of your brand is called Fires, and yep. I know that um, this is very important to you. There it is, and he's got his little hat logo. <laughs> Uh, so tell us about that tell us how it started tell us what it means tell us what you're up to and give us all the goods about your brand
2: well it is a brand that my husband said he was driving in the car one day with our daughter and he said it just hit him and he had to stop like he had this vision and it just hit him and he talked to my daughter about it and you know and he came up with the idea and then he eventually told me about it but the brand is the premise of the brand is to encourage or promote um, positivity, motivation, encouragement, yes. strength. Mm-hmm. And our, our logo here, I got to stand up and see, you know, <laughs> it's, it's our last name, but it's an acronym. So the acronym is um, derived from our last name. So the, it, the logo means feel blank. Every day, regardless of struggle, so the I is bigger because what's your I? Feel blank every day, regards to struggle. So you. every day you will fill in your your positive I word. Mm. Whenever you going that day feel inspired every day, regardless of whatever you're struggling with. Feel, yes, you know, just immaculate. Yes, every day, innovative you know um i forgot word my my son used but he's into gaming and stuff so <laughs> you <know. laughs> but you just is your eye and it's like it's like you're giving yourself a pep talk every day mm-hmm. you know and what is my eye today what am i and then whatever it is like gives you power okay i'm gonna feel this every day regardless of struggle i'm struggling today with this but i'm gonna feel my eye word today i love it you know so you just you feel in so it gives you something to look forward to every day like you just put it up somewhere and you know so that that's the brand you know that that's what it comes from and the times that we're in I think people need that and it makes them happy yes. and it makes them feel good and you know right now it's a- apparel so we put it on you know you put see the logo on the front and whatever your eye word turn around Joshua will be on the back inquisitive yes, you know? so yeah so that's what it's about we're excited about that very cool. cool. It's in I, the infancy stages right now, but we're you know just been advertising, you know, sending out mock, you know, um, like clothing for you know for our friends to get the buzz going about it, so people can understand what it's about. And then the more we talk about it, they're like, "Oh, I like that. I understand." You know, and then you find people looking for I words that they never used before. Yes, like going
0: on. Yeah, I I was like, Yeah, like I I never
2: thought about these I words before. You know, I
0: I do want to ask this. Oh, my son used
2: immortal. He's immortal. Immortal. That's (laughs) that's your word, too. Yep. Yes. Nina, I
0: want to know what your eye is
1: right Um, now. The first one that comes to me right away is just inspired. That's I mean, popular yes. one. the first no, one, so popular. and it's probably a real common one. I would say that it's people very inspired. Yeah. Um, you know I think that every time that we do a podcast and every time we talk to a guest and every time that we listen to someone's story like yours like for me I always feel inspired in a way where I'm like wow that really invokes something in me or it sparks something in me so I love that you're taking this time now that you're all grown up and you have time for yourself (laughs) that you are doing this brand for yourself and it is positive and it is uplifting uplifting, and it's very inspirational for other people so I love Mm -hmm. this yeah
0: I I, I want to talk a little bit about my I word, Uh-oh. and it is inquisitive, and uh-huh. I and it hasn't changed ever since Natasha asked me what my I was for. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, this QAF hat, <laughs> like distress, filling my gig. I'm like, okay, you know me. I'm <laughs> like, yes, and I'm like already pushing it. I'm like, everyone, get your merch, get your merch, but. What I love about Inquisitive is that, you know, I feel like, especially in the times that we're living, that I I never was asleep, but (laughs) I did move and shake to what I knew, right? And like what I was just like in my own little world. And I'm so, I'm full of questions, I want answers like I want yeah. to know what I'm not doing right like I I'm mm-hmm. like so vulnerable right now and I have so many things that I want to do better at and that and it's changed my life. I think that the fires brand is something that's so beautiful that the world needs more than ever now mm-hmm. and I'm just like so proud that I get to witness your power of you and your family. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, everyone, blow up the fires on Instagram. (laughs) Look at them on Facebook. Yeah, The most love and acceptance I have felt from another family. And we, listen, (laughs) I tore the clubs up in Vegas. Mm -hmm. We created our own clubs for my 26th birthday. We have pride together we have like the acceptance that you know in the bond that our families have done together is just so phenomenal and it is exactly what your brand the fires brand stands for and it's magical yeah. and everyone keep a lookout because yes because
2: once we go live God. trust me you know it yes. once we go live yeah. they say it's still in the early stages but it's, it's, it's a passion and we feel it so yeah we- and And I
0: do want to say this, everyone listening, I would love for you to take a screenshot if you're on your phone or a little picture, if you're listening on your computer or in your car and maybe tag Natasha on Instagram and let us know what your eye is. And I I think that would be awesome to already get that like movement shaking and it Mm -hmm. will Be a friendly reminder to you to like, even Mm -hmm. if you are feeling like you are struggling right now, to kind of like refocus and
2: re energize and to stay Mm -hmm. on track. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the I has to fit into the acronym. Yes. It makes sense. It has to go feel immaculate every day, regardless of struggle. Like it has to to go. Yes. Makes sense. But something positive. Perfect. Keep it going. Keep the eyes going. You know? I love it. Nina, are you lit?
1: Ready? i'm already trying to think of other i words i'm like yeah it, it makes you
2: think it makes you think it makes you think google
1: some i know because yeah. i put it inspired and mm-hmm. um, information or informative Ooh. or you know intrigued oh, yes. intrigued yes.
2: Intrigue. Intrigue. yes
1: yeah i love this this is so good so yeah make sure that you snap yeah. those photos yeah tag on and
0: be- yes and before we sign off i want to know what is next? Is it the firebrands? Do you have anything else coming down the line? Like, uh-huh. what is it? And I love that you shared that you're like becoming, you know, focus on you. And I think that oh, yeah. it's about time because you are so selfless and you put your family
2: first. And now they're standing behind you, all
0: grown too. Yeah,
2: um, so I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm putting my toes into little, to little different things and trying to figure it out, but. I just want to get to the point i want to just push myself beyond the limits of my comfort zone yes you know i want to allow myself to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and taking advantage of you know opportunities that come my way don't run from it you know when opportunities present themselves which i've been used to doing and you know i still kind of when people come to me with stuff and you know my first thought goes to you know how's it gonna affect the family? I'm like, wait a minute. they ass retired. Like I still naturally go back to you know that stuff. So like I say, with you know the fires brand and you know I'm really into you know the education part as far as um the students, the cosmetology students. That has always been a passion. I'm um, just the yes w- with them. Like I really want to encourage that because I don't I don't know what the schools are doing, but I'm seeing a lot of the new stylists coming out with just not knowing the basics as far as the professionals, but not just that, but I'm seeing people doing a blunt cut with elevation. That's not a blunt cut anymore. Like just, yeah. why don't you just graduated? Why you don't know that? You know, so I'm yeah. really, you know, I've changed career fields. So I'm not actively behind the chair, but I'm, I still want to be involved in it. I still have a passion for, um, I'm you know, a whole different career for now with the government, you know, HR stuff. So I, I want to definitely grow on that like I want to work my way to that top and that's my goal and I will get there yes that's what I'm doing I'm just and then once I get back to traveling I just want to hit the streets like I don't have (laughs) any babies anymore like we had to cancel so much stuff like our cruises and our trip back to North Dakota to see our friends and just we just you know so yeah just just taking advantage of the opportunities like this for example like joshua no i would have never did anything like this i'm like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know anything about it but he has always pushed me beyond my limits since we met each other he has made sure to take me out of my comfort zone is like and i can't tell him no <laughs> <laughs> so now i have to do this i'm like he was like, Natasha, you know, I want you, you can do this. Like, yep. I was like, I'm not foiling hair. Like, I'm not doing, okay, Natasha. Yes, you will. No, I'm not. <laughs> and before I do it, I'm foiling, I'm placing, and he's like, look at you. Yep. I'm like, oh, gosh. But, yeah, that's that's it. Just, you know. Keep it
1: moving.
0: Keep you inspire me so and much. I love learning. you so much.
1: Yeah. Very, know. very cool. Wow. So I'm inspired. That's going to be my eye word. <laughs> eye word. Okay. And no, it's been really great just chatting with you and getting to know yeah. you. I know that because yeah. Jay talks about you and I know that you guys have such a great relationship. And I think it's really important, you know, for, uh, cause you know, you keep stressing the basics and it's, it's important for us, all of us in the beauty industry to kind of, and I think that's what we're doing now through COVID is kind of stripping the industry down mm-hmm. and going back to the basics of yes. being with one guest at a time and spend And there's nothing wrong with double booking. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's doing it in a way where you don't take away from the guest yes. experience. Yes. Balance. I it's all about balance. We're, yeah. We're, we're stripping it down to the basics and to learning more about the person and, and the hair is coming second And again, don't get me wrong, you can't jack up people's hair, but it is more important for you to have that relationship with your guests so they become loyal to you. So this has been really great. Thank you so, so much for sharing your story and your wisdom and sharing your brand. And hopefully you guys out there are thinking of your I words and, you know, kind of moving along. And I think it's going to give people inspiration too, that age doesn't matter. You can yes. do whatever you want at any age. You know, that's very important for people to understand too. So thank you so, so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me. This is their friend. I'm so <laughs> proud of you, <laughs> Robin. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I'm always proud of you.
1: Oh. Thank you. I love it so much. So why don't you just tell them uh, your Instagram, so where they can follow you for your brand? Why don't you just drop your Instagram so they can?
2: Well, you? we don't have a specific page right now specifically for the brand, mm-hmm. but I will give you because my page is just my Instagram page right now is just boring. It's just a family page, but <laughs> <laughs> but my husband's um, Instagram page, which is he is the is, uh, is Ray Blaze twelve twenty so r a y okay. b l a z e blaze Meet for fires fires blaze so ray blaze <laughs> cuz name is on ray fires um 1220 that's on instagram so um and mine is so long but ray blaze 1220 um just for inquiries cuz right now we're just going to the people that's interested just yes. come up with the email list and when it goes live just keep them updated on what's going on you know what's coming up next when to expect it so that's how um perfect we get in contact but wants to go live. Awesome. It's on. Going to be live. like <laughs> like it's still in the infancy stages,
1: but great. So make sure that you guys follow that page so you can get more information if you're interested in the brand and then make sure you please follow our amazing sponsor of the podcast, Oligo Pro, so they yes. are Oligo Pro on uh, Instagram, Oligo Professional obviously is the name of that amazing brand that sponsors this podcast follow, it's Mr. Jay Ladner and myself at Nina Tulio. And if you would please be a gem and write us an awesome review on Mm -hmm. iTunes, we would so much appreciate it. We love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting us over this past year. And if you learn anything from listening to us today, please know it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time.